Hi fellow Defenders, this is Derek, one of your hosts of Defenders TV Podcast. We split out our discussion about the cancellation of Luke Cage uh, Season 3 into this episode, separately from our normal review episodes for Daredevil Season 3. We went pretty in-depth into it. We intended it to just be a couple of minutes on uh, our intro to our Daredevil Season 3, Episode 3 review, but uh, turned into a much more deep discussion and thought it would work better as an episode on its own. So myself, Chris and John all got together to discuss the sad news about the cancellation of the second of the Marvel Netflix TV shows. Sadly, fellow Defenders, the announcement has come in today that Luke Cage will not be getting a third season on Netflix. Uh, Netflix officially made the announcement alongside Marvel um, in a brief statement yesterday. Uh, There is an article in Deadline, which I'm going to put into our um, show notes. But if you go over to Deadline and have a look for the article about the cancellation of Luke Cage, there are lots and lots of details in there as to why the show seemingly was cancelled seems like they've got a lot of information on uh, the behind the scenes process on luke cage uh, it seems like chio hadari coker has been writing episodes for the show along with his writer's room for six months there was a lot of back and forth with netflix and marvel taking notes as there always would be on a show like this but he delivered his final draft of the show two days ago the response from netflix according to deadline is that they asked for the show to be cut from 13 episodes to 10 after he's now delivered what would be a fifth or sixth draft a final draft at this stage and it seems like now Netflix and Marvel are on opposite sides of uh, of this decision of what would happen to Luke Cage. So Netflix have made the decision to cancel Luke Cage season three. So unfortunately, while Mike Coulter is signed up to play the character of Luke Cage again, it seems like much like Iron Fist, we're not going to get solo shows uh, under these showrunners again. Sad, sad news. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, me sad me not have words to fully describe uh pain um yeah i think this is really sad and i think what makes it even more bittersweet is the fact that there is a script uh, or scripts out there for or a treatment for a 13 episode season three of luke cage Mm -hmm. uh, which you know for iron fist that maybe wasn't the case at all so um i think that's it makes it even kind of a, a more bittersweet really to be honest um yeah it's sad news um and for me i suppose i'm just slightly nervous uh with regards to the other shows i mean at the moment the talk around daredevil season three is absolutely epic and so you would think um that he's safe it was also great for Luke Cage season two, and mm-hmm. and obviously things haven't worked out there. But um, yeah, just a little nervous for the remaining Netflix shows, to be honest, uh, the Marvel Netflix shows, because certainly, I mean, given how jam packed it has been this year with these shows, you know, increasingly looking back now, you know, reflectively on, on the different shows, um, certainly Jessica Jones season two seems to be for me to have been maybe the um, least solid of, of the shows. And so obviously Jessica Jones has, has gotten season three and that is great news in itself. But you just wonder, is this now just starting to, to weed out these shows? Um, and, and maybe reboot them in some way. Sorry, Chris. I know you want to get in on this as well because this is a, a bit of a hot topic for all of us. We're all kind of reeling a little bit from the news. I think my concern personally, my bigger concern is the fact that this seems to be a creative differences concept here the reason why luke cage got cancelled is because the showrunner who brought this show to life and gave us the whole world of harlan's paradise and brought the whole show together for two seasons brought his treatment for what he wanted to do a third season and they said no and then cancelled the show um 
what me- that makes me more concerned for those shows. We know that Melissa Rosenberg has already tendered her resignation, I suppose, on Jessica Jones. She said it is her show. She's done the first two seasons. She'll do a third and then she's done. That's almost in the bag. That will definitely be coming out. We'll see her vision three seasons as it is. Um, Steve Lightfoot has delivered Punisher season two and season one. So it's his vision that's on screen for those two seasons. And Chio Coker was so integral to Luke Cage and has now been told, that's it, we're done with the show. You know, that that's more my concern. I'm not concerned that we're going to lose all the Netflix Marvel shows. I'm concerned that the characters are going to be given over to standard writers who don't have the same skin in the game like a Chio Coker or a Steve Lightfoot or a Melissa Rosenberg. That's kind of where my concern is. I'm starting to read between the lines. And I think that's what we need to do with this. I think the Deadline article was very... If it is all to be believed, because again, mm-hmm. we'll just it should be noted right now that none of this has been confirmed by any of the staff or we have no inside sources. This is, again, just what these reporters are saying, yep. not saying that it's wrong. But if we are to fully believe that, plus Melissa leaving, plus the the, the uh, season two of um, Iron Fist changing uh, showrunners and potentially there was a lot more involvement than we originally believed by marvel tv in these shows because if you start to think that melissa saying hey i'm done after season three you could believe that potentially she had done a a few of these and was to the point where it's like "I, i can't i can't deal with marvel sticking in so much Okay. Now, in, in fairness, the reason why Melissa Rosenberg has left is because she's inked an overall deal to develop up to 12 shows, I think it is, for the CW. So she's gotten a huge role outside of the Netflix universe. So that is the reason she's leaving, is my understanding. She was effectively poached by the Warner Brothers <laughs> side of the world. She was poached yeah. by them as opposed to leaving because of any kind of creative differences. This is the first time I've heard of specific creative differences with Netflix. In fact, the interview that we did with Chio Coker specifically spoke about the fact that all of these showrunners have kind of a central room where they all get together and all share ideas for their shows. It felt really like a creative environment that these shows are made in. Yeah, so I think and they collaborate with Marvel as well through yeah. Jeff Loeb and Joe Casada, as well as probably the team from Netflix mm-hmm. where they, you know, they see and give ideas and so on. Yeah, I think... Um, that seems to be the the difference here is that there is a creative difference um, here between Marvel and Chiyokoka on one side and then Netflix who are looking for a 10 episode treatment like Iron Fist got. Um, and of course, it, it seems as though uh, Chiyokoka has uh, changed and really tried to incorporate um, some of the things that Netflix have wanted, mm-hmm. judging by this article. But now... He says, I can only go so far without ultimately changing what I believe and want to have as um, my story on the page. You know? yeah. um, I, I think all these things are very collaborative, but I suppose ultimately there comes a point if um, you know one side seems to dominate or um, there's no further room for compromise ar- around that creative process. So, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting, really. Um, as you say, that this seems to be the first one where there is some kind of uh, creativity difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sort of wary about where this will lead to. And I think that's probably where all the fellow defenders, including us three as hosts, is where this leaves us. Because we know we have Jessica Jones season three, Punisher season two, that those are in the bag, finished filming, wrapped 
in post-production now. Mm-hmm. No, nothing has been announced further. That being said, the Luke Cage always forward leaving post and the Iron Fist will, re- I think, what was it? Not Iron Fist uh, will return, but Iron Fist is immortal, immortal mm-hmm. um, in some form. So the question I then am interested to see is, okay, well, maybe this is the singular character arcs are gone Mm -hmm. but what we might get is as we discussed in say uh iron fist season two we may get a heroes for hire we may get a a daughters of the dragon they may test other characters such as and i i know into into the moonlight a moonlight podcast will be up in arms they may actually do a moonlight we may actually get like crazily like a night thrasher or things like that Mm -hmm. i think it's very likely we're going to see their their four main characters who now no longer have a show colleen wing danny rand luke cage and misty knight i think we're going to see the four of them again in a crossover show like like heroes for hire i think it's likely that if they do that it'll be a one-off event like defenders with an eight episode series to see how it works having the four of those without a big showrunner behind them see how those characters play off each other and see which ones might split off into their own seasons in future but yeah this does feel like the comic book world at the moment as well where we have um a lot of marvel digital firsts are out there with jessica jones luke cage iron fist um having their digital comics being produced seeing if there's any interest in them and only then they start printing them and selling them in comic book shops that's what this is starting to feel like it feels like unless you're doing an avengers on tv every week it's not going to be supported by netflix which yeah. You know, when you see what's happening over in, in the Warner Brothers DC side of things, where they're basically giving 25 episode seasons to a story that could probably sustain about three episodes of a Netflix show. Um, it's so harsh to think they're pulling these shows from uh, from us fans who are really enjoying them. Yeah, exactly. You could go down the Belantiverse uh-huh. route. And but I don't think anyone wants that. No, not even DC fans want that. <laughs> no. And then but then we do have potentially what they're the DC online is doing with uh Titans. Mm. Where this seems a darker, more gritty kind of it's uh, a Netflix version of the DC Universe Titans, kind of Teen Titans, apparently. Yeah, you do kinda wonder if the conversation at Netflix HQ this week with Jeff Loeb was well, if you want it so bad, why don't you make it over on your own streaming service, your Disney competitive service that's going up against Netflix next year? Why don't you just take it and move it over there? But they can't do that. I want to just silence some of the commenters that have been out there saying, well, that's okay. We'll have Iron Fist and Luke Cage over on the Disney streaming service. Mike Coulter and um, Finn Jones are contracted by Netflix for their shows. They are absolutely not going to have them appear in Daredevil in the future, in Jessica Jones in the future, and also their own streaming shows over in the Disney streaming service. It's not going to happen. Either they're going to completely separate them out of the universe and possibly recast, which I don't want, or this will be the end of these characters having shows for a long period of time. Or they're going to stay and have the one-off Heroes for Hire show. Yeah, so I I think potentially because the mouse owns Marvel, what they could do, which I don't see them doing, is buying these stars out of their contracts. Mm. Okay, we're not saying it's impossible that they'll get they'll be moved over to the, the other streaming service, and Chio will be given. Okay, hey, look, we'll make it for you. Bring over everyone here's mm. We'll buy out your contracts. That is highly unlikely, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. because the we're talking eight figures 
when you start adding everything together. It could be more, and I don't see them doing it. I think they have enough on their plate. I think they need, they're need. they going to be developing their own TV shows from scratch, and the idea of bringing over a Netflix show that's already two seasons in, starting it off of, over on their own network, you know, yeah. it sounds really complicated. I just don't see that happening for a long time until until they want to sometime down, down the road, I suppose. But Exactly. I think what we'll end up getting is, as I said, Personally, right now, I think what they'll do is, as you said, we'll get a Heroes for Hire or I think actually the Daughters of the Dragon and Heroes for Hire may blend together. Mm-hmm. As you said, you'll get all four of those characters together. They'll call it probably Heroes for Hire and the Daughters of the Dragons will be some of those heroes. And I think that's we'll get a, te- a treatment of that. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get all four characters together. The Daughters of the Dragon will become part of the Heroes for Hire and it will be the four of them, etc. I think, ultimately, I don't know if it will be an eight-episode treatment. I think they may extend it for a full season, but it will be a test, as you said. I think what Netflix are potentially doing right now is probably shopping for one or two more characters, but not aggressively. You've got to remember, they've got all of Miller World coming down the road. We got Jared Way's Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. They, so they have a lot of superhero, supervillain shows in the works already. Yeah. So I think probably this will slow down the trickle of what we get from a Marvel-Netflix collaboration coming in. Um, but that being said, we don't know. And I think, I, I think what I want our fellow friends to remember is no one knows unless you work for Marvel or Netflix, you have like, there is going to be nonstop rumors for the next two to three weeks uh, and potentially six months until they make a mass announcement. And uh, in terms of how they are going to progress forward. So probably whatever the first big comic con next year is, that's where we'll get some form of Netflix announcement that gives them a good six to eight months to really understand what they want to do. I, I don't agree. I'm, I'm expecting that we're going to get an announcement of a Daredevil season four within the next three or four weeks, if there is going to be one. And that gives us our indication what Netflix have been constantly saying. In fact, they're, they made an announcement earlier on this week at a an earnings call where Netflix said, these are our shows. It's our decision whether we cancel them or not. That was very specifically stated in response to a question about the cancellation of Iron Fist, when someone was effectively kind of suggesting that they were going to just give up on all of them and they were all going to move over to Disney streaming service or they'd lost a contract or something like that. But apparently they're saying they will cancel them if they choose to cancel them, not on anybody else's head. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the interesting thing here, um, and I suppose, you know, with an eye on Daredevil, you know, the current season, is, is that, you know, after the first seasons and the second season of Daredevil uh, of these shows the the confirmation of a second season or the, the the follow-up season was very very quick for me I was getting nervous that Luke Cage hadn't had that and now on to season three in the same way that Jessica Jones had and um, again that's another example of where it's really quite quickly was confirmed mm-hmm. that we were getting another uh, season of Jessica Jones and we didn't get that with Luke Cage and obviously then with Iron Fist it really was very quickly um, mentioned and and uh, announced that we weren't getting any more Iron Fist so that was cancelled within the month of it being released yeah it? so I, I think ultimately uh, it'll be very interesting to see what happens after Daredevil I mean he 
is the uh, granddaddy of the Marvel Netflix. He kicked all of this off. He mm-hmm. certainly got, you know, the unexpected season two, the quickly uh, off the off the bat, uh, where we then got introduced to Elektra and the Punisher. So um, I, I think that will be the interesting thing for me. And that's not to say that that will happen like that. It's just I will get increasingly nervous that, daredevil it will also be going i mean i think for me this is just as you say chris you know we don't know what the plans uh marvel or netflix have for some of these shows uh what the trajectory of these episodes are so it's really about seeing what happens um it's just increasingly i will probably get more and more nervous for for these shows um on netflix but then i suppose everything has that cycle so we'll the concern is that this isn't about quality as well this isn't like iron fist was cancelled because it was bad or luke cage was cancelled because it was bad both had very very positive responses our understanding as well is that luke cage had a much higher audience as well this has come down to cancelling it because of creative differences and that's where the challenge is guys i'm gonna actually probably break this out as its own episode um rather than have this as our discussion going into the third episode of Daredevil, because I think this is that big a topic that it does need to be kind of out on its yeah, own. I agree with both of you, and I, I think we're all on the same page. I think Daredevil will probably get its announcement in the coming weeks, if the reviews are as positive as you think. I was more kind of talking to, let's call it the future of the universe, because mm. um, what we will do is get Jeff probably come out at some point to say, hey, you have Jessica Jones coming next year. You have, or you have Jessica Jones coming this year. You have Punisher coming this year. And do you know what? Here are three, and they'll just put title cards, probably, of what's coming in the future. They'll need to roadmap this because what, additionally, what will end up happening is people will start to question, uh, and we do, as geeks, nerds, fans of this genre, uh, fans of these shows we gulp down a lot of the information. So what if you put lace a vacuum on information, the vacuum is filled by speculation. Speculation. So I feel what they'll probably do is they'll probably listen. And this kind of closes off in, in my view, kind of where we go. We'll get a daredevil announcement. Most likely if the reviews are as positive as we think they are mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the show, we'll get a, Hey, daredevil will be back next in the future in season four we'll get that announcement they'll go dark they'll build together what their roadmap is then they'll come out and announce it Mm -hmm. um and that's very much kind of going hey the universe is here harlot the hell's kitchen is around this is what you need to know yeah and i think that then nails everything down i think is probably the best way of putting it Mm -hmm. but again who knows? I suppose that's the big thing. Like none of us work there, so let's wait and see and try and keep all the conversations in Defenders TV podcast group as genuine and happy as possible. Uh-huh. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I do wonder if this may cause some kind of schism between Netflix and uh, and Marvel TV, though. Um, they haven't signed up any other characters that we're aware of, so if they're going with going to Marvel looking for more shows in the future, you know, I wonder if Marvel may say, we have our own avenue for those now. Um, you have what you have kind of thing. So it's a possibility too. What I suppose, let's close it out with the irony, because everybody knows the irony, but we might as well hit the nail on the head like we do often on these shows. The irony, obviously, in comic books, Luke Cage was chosen as a character to represent black exploitation movies, which were very popular in the 70s in comic books. 
then obviously Iron Fist was chosen to represent Kung Fu movie culture, which was very popular in the 70s, and both of their books got cancelled. I believe both on quite big cliffhangers as well. And then they merged the two of them together and created Paraban and Iron Fist. They created the Heroes for Hire, you know, uh, so that they could sell those two characters again. So potentially this merging of those two characters and their two worlds, which seem incompatible right now on, on screen as to where we left Danny Rand at the end of season two of Iron Fist and where Luke Cage is at the end of season two of, of Luke Cage. But you never know, maybe we'll get the best possible show out of the merging of these two characters in the future. Exactly. Let's stay positive. Absolutely. Thank you so much, fellow defenders, for listening to our rant about the cancellation of Luke Cage. Uh, really sad to, to hear that. We have obviously got reviews of all 26 episodes of the Luke Cage series, plus the eight episodes of Defenders, and our interview with the fantastic showrunner of Luke Cage, Chia Dari Coker, uh, for your listening pleasure on our feed over at DefendersTVPodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us for this discussion, fellow defenders. It's very sad news, as you can probably tell. We're all a bit, uh, all a bit raw about it still. But we will be back with good news this week with our review of episode three of Daredevil season three, uh, which will be out on Tuesday, the 23rd of October, uh, with our in-depth discussion and continuation of that series of discussions. Thanks so much for joining us for all of our discussions about Luke Cage. And I guess we'll leave you for the final time with our music for Luke Cage done by Mississippi McDonald, as always. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> 